1: With the 32nd pick in the 2018 NFL Draft, the Baltimore Ravens select Lamar
2: Jackson. With the 30th pick in the 2017 NFL Draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers select T.J. Watt, linebacker,
3: Wisconsin. With the 67th pick in the 2017 NFL Draft, the New Orleans Saints select Alvin Kamara, running back, Tennessee. What up, Snapback fam? We're back. It's the NFL Draft Series. On this episode, we sat down and talked to James Lynch, Defensive Player of the Year. Yes, Defensive Player of the Year in the Big 12 for the Baylor Bears. We talked, what's good with my Texas Longhorns, and why does Baylor keep beating up on us, and a bunch of other things. We also got to talk to his teammate Denzel Mims during the Draft Series, so we asked James about that. We asked Denzel about James. It's a really fun back and forth. And then, of course, the snapback wonderlick test. We took James for a spin on that one and projected out his future NFL career. So I hope you guys enjoy the interview. Let's get it. We are talking to James Lynch, D-Lyman from the Baylor Bears. I was just telling him how I went to the University of Texas. So I don't think we'll have any beef, but we'll see how this progresses.
1: (laughs) No, let let me interrupt you, Jack, right off the bat. So James, I noticed you're from Round Rock, Texas. Now I'm not necessarily familiar with Texas as a whole. But I have to ask you right off the bat, did you grow up a Cowboys fan?
2: No, I did not. Okay, cool. Because I'm an Eagles fan, so I just wanted to just, <laughs> just throw not. that out of the way. But that's Who were you not. a fan? All right.
0: um, whenever I was a kid, the Buffalo Bills selected uh, Marshawn Lynch, and I thought it was cool. Wow. I could get a jersey that had the same last name as me, so I ended up picking the Bills like my, my ah. name. So like, Once you pick a team, you have to stick with it. I like Marshawn Lynch when they picked him, so they're like, "All right, you're a Bills fan now." And I was like, "All right, <laughs> we're all we're all spread out over the, the NFL."
1: You could have gone with, I guess, at the time you, we were growing up around that age too. Could have been a Tampa fan with John Lynch.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I just happened to have seen whenever he's getting drafted, so it was more, right. I guess, prominent. Right. But yeah, that's 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 my reasoning of why I was a Bills fan. There you go. So, so it's funny. I don't know if Marshawn's
3: actually going to be in the league next year. I think the Seahawks brought him on a one deal, one year last year, kind of to just patch things up. But you are going to potentially be playing with some guys like you idolized growing up. Is that weird? How do you think you'll adjust to that
0: when you make it to the league? I, would, I wouldn't I would call it weird, but it would definitely be kind of like an a interesting situation. But I mean, once you're kind of on the team, I feel like and you kind of just settle in and the first time you see someone like marshall lynch obviously like it'd be kind of like holy like that's marshall lynch right there but i mean right. it was the same thing going to college like or even at the combine you meet coaches and stuff but then you realize like we're all here for the same reason we all have the same goal so it's kind of like yeah they're uh, obviously like they have a respect level that's above me but i mean we both want to play football we both want to win so at the same time it's just kind of you kind of become like brothers that's how it, at least it was for me in my life so far
1: so, is there any like one player, like I, let's talk about your your posi- position specifically. Wow, that's a tongue twister. Um, at d tackle, that you're like, like you have a feeling you'll see him and just be like kind of shell shocked the first time you. I mean, you guys obviously aren't going up against each other on the same side of the ball, but is there one guy that you've either tried to emulate your game off of, or that you've just been a huge fan of at the D tackle position that you're most excited to get to go against? Uh-
0: Obviously, Aaron Donald is is one of those guys, but for me, I grew up a Nebraska fan, so I watched a lot of in and Duncan Sue. He was like my favorite player. Basically, I had like a fat head at him and stuff. And I, I actually I met him at the Nike opening camp my senior high school. But and like being around him would be a cool experience for me because like that's kind of who I grew up watching and like kind of I wouldn't say totally like made my game after because like I try and do everything, but like watching him like being disruptive and, and affecting plays mm-hmm. and stuff was. Kind of the main reason why I felt like I got a lot more passion to play D-line. and like it made me enjoy the game more, like watching him play and like seeing how much he was a positive effect for that defense and what he's doing in the league as well. So, did you grow up a Texas fan? No, I, I was not. My dad is originally from um, Nebraska, and he played oh, there God. for a year, so we mm-hmm. kind of have Nebraska. That was my team whenever I was growing up as well. Kind of, kind of odd teams. Not really many people would have <laughs> suspected Nebraska and Buffalo Bills, yeah. but that's, that's where I was. So you mentioned,
1: you mentioned Aaron Donald. You mentioned Adonis and Sue. And I mean, right off the bat, when you mentioned Aaron Donald, I just say you're training right now in Texas. We talked a little bit
0: off the air. Does that training involve playing with knives like Aaron Donald does? Uh, it does not. I did see that video, and that was pretty impressive. But uh, I have not played with knives yet. I, I was focusing more on just sticking to the pads and getting the basics down. Yeah, I mean, some would call you old school, but I guess to each there are. <laughs> <own. laughs>
3: Uh, James, so we've talked to a couple people and we kind of get the same vanilla answer, which is I ask, you know, who would you want to be drafted by? And they say it would just be a privilege to be in the league, which I'm not disagreeing with. I agree. That's, you know, that is amazing. But if you could pick, is it going to the Bills or is it going into a specific scheme that you think would fit you best?
0: I think one of the biggest things for me that would be, if I had, if it was a perfect world and like I got everything I wanted, I think a good team would just just stay Texas, just because of my family. I like whenever my family's able to come watch me. It's not a, a big hassle right. for them to have to travel across the country. And like you said earlier, like to me, it doesn't bother me if I play for. Seattle, or if I go to the other, like New York, like I don't care where I am. I just want to play football, obviously. But if you gave me the option, I would pick Dallas or Houston, just because it'd be easier for my family to see me. And I'd be on TV more for them to watch as well. So it's, for me, I'm a big family guy. So for that to be possible, that'd be kind of a, a nice thing to have.
1: Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll call it Houston because I don't want to <laughs> have to. I don't want to have to hate you. But as a <laughs> follow up to Jack's question. So we don't want to like give anything away about what goes on behind the scenes of of getting. Working towards the draft and getting drafted. That being said, has Coach Rule told you he's gonna draft you yet?
0: <laughs> no, he hasn't. I kind of, I mean, at the end of our season, I kind of at Baylor, I, w- I would joke with him about it because of all the rumors and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, we still have a, I mean, I the to I saw him a lot, so we have a really tight relationship, and, and he talks to me and kind of just. I mean, obviously, we don't talk about him drafting me and stuff. That's kind of weird, and uh, I would never <laughs> ask him that either. I mean, I, all I know is with him, he's, he wants the, what's best for me. So if that's whether I'm in Carolina or wherever ever I am. So um, it's been nice to have him, though. It's kind of like a, a kind of a a helper, I guess, like to help guide me and kind of understand what's like the processes and what's coming next and stuff. So it's nice to have them kind of like on my hip pockets where I can text them or call him or something.
3: Yeah, that is a very nice thing to have. And it'll be cool that you both are kind of starting off as rookies in the league. Um, yeah. But you mentioned you saw him in Indy. What was the combine like? Did you train with anyone or in the combine drills see anyone that really just you, you were shocked by? Or how do you think your performance was up there?
0: I think so. My performance kind of was frustrating for me. I, whenever I was running my 40, about halfway through, I kind of like my hamstring tightened up on me. So I didn't get to run like my full speed. So I ran probably like 80, 85% like for the, everything that I was doing. So I didn't get like the times I wanted, but I felt right. I was with, I was with the the DN group actually, whenever I was like at the, in the, the drills and stuff, I felt like I was moving well. And I felt like I did everything uh, and showed what I was capable of. So I was happy with it. It was a little frustrating, but overall, obviously the experience was just, I mean, it was amazing. I was kind of, like I said, like fanboy, like I walk into a room and there's, the whole Dallas Cowboys staff, and you're just like, whoa! Like the Dallas Cowboys are talking to me, and then, like I said, you just realize this football and just kind of just soak up this knowledge and information that they're giving you, and just and try and use it to advance yourself, and, and that's what I'm trying to do right now.
1: So there's a lot, there's a lot that goes on at the combine. Not even that, we see the the dad, the 40 yard dash, the broad jumps, the this, the that, the drills, but we don't see what goes on behind closed doors. Most notably, I remember last year. Uh, D. K. Metcalf, it went viral. He showed up shirtless because they they said P would want him to. He showed up shirtless to his interview. I'm curious if <laughs> there was one, if there was one thing that happened in an interview, whether it was a question or someone asked you something that was the weirdest thing that the entire combine. Maybe maybe it was one specific question.
0: For me, I heard all these stories. I, most of mine were more about Coach Rule and what they did with us, and like something kind of funny that they would have done or something. So I didn't, I didn't get many weird questions. It was, I, I was suspecting that I would. The only time I ever did was we do this, this psych testing, the psychological stuff. And they kind of ask some odd questions of like, whether you want to be a cat or a dog or like,
2: whether it's, <laughs> like
0: this, that, it's like kind of just like weird stuff. So I didn't get any actual interviews. But I would say one kind of funny thing that happened to me was I met Coach Taylor from the Bengals. And I was a Nebraska fan growing up, so me and him kind of hit it off. We like talking about, I was like, I used to watch him and stuff like that, and the whole meeting was kind of joking around with him. That was kind of one of the funnier situations I was in, but it was more more football talk for me, at least. I didn't have any kind of weird questions in those type of meetings. Well, let me ask you, did you have to take the Wonderlook test? I did.
3: Okay, and what did you think of the test?
0: Um... So I mean, I'd done practice tests before, so I kind of yeah. was it I expected what happened and and obviously, just the only thing that's kind of hard about the test is there's fifty questions in you I think it's like twelve minutes, so trying to get wow. as many done as possible yeah. but it, it's not too terribly hard, but there's a couple of math questions that are a little little tough okay well,
3: fortunately, for you, we've prepared our own wonderlic test that essentially will determine your success in the league. So, uh you you didn't get prepared for the test, but um we want to test your ability to react on the spot. So, are you ready? I am ready. All right. Here's the first question. We've we've also put some other prospects through the test. I'm I'm feeling fairly cert- confident in you though. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of worried now. <laughs> <laughs> they they're tricky ones. So don't get uh don't get thrown off because I took Abe through the test. I created I, I didn't do too bad. He he did okay. <laughs> but without further ado, all right, question one. Uh the Jenner mom, so Chris, right, Abe, that's her name. Yes. Has has oh yes, okay. Has the girls. You know about the girls. Kim's one of them. So I'm not gonna tell you how many they are because the question is: if you dated all the Kardashian and Jenner children outside of Rob how long for six months each how long would it take you to date them all
0: (laughs) I I, honestly I I would assume I think there's three but I could be totally wrong and I feel like since nobody's saying anything, I'm going to assume I'm wrong. But if it's three,
2: <laughs> well, the
3: then, thing is, this this is it's probably an unfair question because there are three Kardashians, but there's two Jenner girls, Kylie and I don't even know the and, other
0: one. Um, uh, Kendall. Yes. Yes.
3: So there's so, five. Does the mom count? No, no, no. Just the girls. OK, go so five. Six months
2: each. Once you, you get through that part. There, there we you go. go. All right. Question number two. Is an avocado a fruit or a vegetable?
0: Oh, uh, I don't know. I think it's a vegetable. But I'm pretty sure it's a fruit. But the way it looks to me, it seems like more of a, a vegetable.
3: I'm going to give you a yes and a bonus point there because you you even acknowledge that you think the correct the correct answer is fruit, which you got. And I agree with you. I think it's a vegetable. It's just that. It's in that weird, know, in that it's,
0: weird it's, like. It's in the middle. Yeah. It's a little gray area yeah. with that thing. Like tomatoes. Like,
1: like, everyone knows you're a vegetable deep down, but like in the books, you're a fruit. Like, you're not, you're yeah, not exactly,
3: food anymore. Exactly. <laughs> All right. This is my favorite question. If you had $1 for every country in the world, how many Big Mac um,
0: burgers could you buy? There's a Big Mac. I, could, I, don't even, I couldn't tell you how much a Big Mac is. <laughs> Me neither. But we okay. We do yeah, we'll, no, we
3: do have so, a set price in our head.
0: Uh, okay. How many countries?
2: This is. I'm not. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm not gonna even get close. <laughs> if the Big Mac, I'm gonna say it's like it's like probably like four bucks. Not there's no way it's that expensive because McDonald's is amazing. Okay. It's it. Like four or five bucks dollar for every country.
2: Uh, Probably like two and a half, like three. Because it'd be like,
0: what is that? That's almost like 20 countries, 15. Okay. All
2: right,
0: so you're pretty good. I have
3: no idea. No, I totally feel you. This is what happens to everyone. So $4 for the Big Mac, you're the first person to get that correct. That is the standard Pricing for Big Macs across the country.
0: To I'm my surprise
3: McDonald's, as well, there's almost two hundred countries. So fifty Big Macs. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would have I would've topped out at about like thirty or forty.
2: Okay. Fair
0: enough. Fair All enough. right, on to the next. On to the next.
2: What
1: weighs yeah. more? Thousand pounds of bricks or a thousand pounds of feathers?
0: The same.
3: Uh, <laughs> go Okay.
0: Good. good. Boy. That, right. We're back on track. Had... I was ready for that one. There was one I was when it was that
3: one. Keep that mindset. This one, He's I
2: actually, This one's important. What's longer, an
0: NFL football
2: or a $5 foot long? Well,
0: are you saying in what the the foot long supposed to be? Yeah. Sometimes those they, Wow, they teach you're you. killing
3: this. So Subway actually uh had a lawsuit filed against them that their foot longs were only ten inches, but
0: for yeah, the sake of short. the
3: question, yeah. For the sake of the question, we are assuming they are the full twelve inches. You're crushing this.
0: I would I would have to say football is shorter than a foot long.
3: That's correct. NFL football is eleven inches long. Okay. But we see,
0: if it was what I normally get, I would say that they're about the same because sometimes a foot long is definitely not a foot long.
3: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> all right,
2: on to the next. So all the months have either 31, 30 days, but how many have 28 days? Isn't it just one? Ah, come on. Every month has 28 days in it. Oh,
0: damn. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready, ready for that one. We're getting into the
3: we're messing with you stage of the test. All right. Uh, Yeah, you got me with that one. You're running a race and you pass the person in third place. What
2: place are you now in?
0: Passed the person.
2: You're third. That's correct. You're still third. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My opinion. My opinion. This is the hardest question on the test. The next one. one? No, this This one. one. This okay. one—it's actually. Hold
3: on, hold on. Let me just preface this. This is Abe's first time actually giving the test. I—we've given it to like six people, two prospects, but also a bunch of people outside. It's actually impossible, so don't be discouraged.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that All makes right. me feel good about myself.
1: <laughs> I, I need you to spell the word twelfth,
2: as in like tenth, eleventh, twelfth place. Twelfth. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, T-W-E-L, e t h twelve T-W-E-L, B-E-T-H, 12th, is that a word?
3: It, yeah, it's 10th, 11th, 12th. It doesn't look like a
2: word, but you've looked yes. at it in front of you. <laughs> um, well, it's I
3: T-W-E-L-F-T-H, guess. which is weird because twelve F-T-H-N. has weird. What? Yeah. Was, yeah, yeah it makes no that. sense.
2: All right, last question.
3: Last question. I guess that makes
0: sense. Twelfth. Okay.
3: Yeah. (laughs) A a monkey, squirrel, and a giraffe are racing to the top of a coconut tree. Who will get to the
2: banana first? Well, it's a coconut tree.
0: Ah. All right. We are we are very excited about your
2: performance.
0: I was ready for that. That was actually solid. That was actually (laughs) solid. That was that. I'm mad about the month's one. I should have got the month's one.
1: Yeah, I thought I That's thought true. since you got the thousand pounds of bricks, thousand pounds of feathers, that your mind was working that way, that you knew yeah, that we were just going to try and trick you up. But you honestly did pretty solid.
3: So based off the grading scale, that projects you out as a first ballot hall of famer. So we'll see. <laughs> but um, you know, that would we'll be kind go with that. <laughs> so thanks <laughs> for taking the test. Uh, I do yeah, have some cool. more questions for you though that are not cool. tests, but. Um, When you do get drafted, have you thought about the first thing you're
0: going to purchase? The first thing I'd probably do is just pay off my truck. That'd be the the simplest thing for me, just to kind of, because I'd have enough money to do that. And then depending on what city I'm in, I'd have to find a place to live. I'm I'm not big on like designer clothes and stuff like that. I'm more of trying to find a way to to make my money work for itself. So Yeah. Oh, so I don't have any crazy answer of a, of a nice car. What type of truck do you have? I
3: mean, I can tell you're really Texas made.
0: Yeah, I just got a uh, it's an old uh, Dodge Ram. It's a nice, I mean, it's a decent truck. It, it works, obviously. It gets you from point A to point B, so that's all that matters. <laughs> there you go. Uh,
3: is there anyone, once you get to the league, that you're really excited to face off against?
2: We talked about that.
3: No, I mean, I thought we talked about, like... like Yeah, like that you'll take as a personal challenge that'll kind of show you where you are at this point in your career as a rookie
0: i honestly i mean at first anybody that's playing the nfl like i I take that as a challenge because obviously it's the the highest level and it's the most talented people you go against but depending on what scheme i was in if i was a three or a five or wherever i was playing but I think anybody that's ever been any type of like all pro or pro bowler, to, it wouldn't be a specific person, but anybody that has that status of like an older veteran, that's like has that respect, and like I get to go against them and, and like learn from them, like doing certain things to me that I've never seen before, just like trying to find a way to to mentally beat them because I know how strong you have to be mentally to, to be in the league for let's say ten years. So I feel like going to go, uh, mm-hmm. against like a veteran kind of player would be uh, definitely a, a challenge that I'd be willing or obviously willing, but excited to take on.
1: Right. Um, so, on a scale of one to ten, how weird do you
0: think it is seeing Tom Brady in a Buccaneers jersey? Because I'm at about eleven. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I'm definitely at a, a nine or a ten on that one. And good for him and all that, but my whole childhood has seen him as a patriot. Now, like on just in any type of new uniform, it's definitely a ten on the weird scale.
3: If anything has shown that the NFL is a business more than that move, I don't know what it is. Because if there was one player who I was, would think would literally, under no circumstance, go to a team off of the page, like it just really was yeah.
2: mind-blowing. Very, very, very odd. Yeah, um, I agree.
0: It's kind of a weird situation.
2: Uh, I do have a question.
3: It's more of a personal thing. But the University of Texas at Austin, that's where I went to school. That's where uh, I actually grew up. Ironically, I lived in Maryland and I grew up a big Texas fan because of Vince Young. Followed them. Then we had Colt McCoy. And then I get there and we have the worst four years in Texas football history. (laughs) what and and meanwhile we always talk about like yeah we get all these great recruits and then i always tell my friends i'm like look around the state like there's points where we were the sixth seventh or eighth best team i don't even want to say best like we're the third to worst team in the entire state what was it like playing against texas do you still consider us to be like a really big program or is it really just the alumni who carry it and the media who throw us on tv
0: I obviously grew up a Nebraska fan and watched Texas beat Nebraska basically every time. I mean, that and one
3: game, the uh, big 12 championship. Big, yeah, yeah, I was at that's that the game. I'll game yeah. we'll never forget.
0: I was there, sadly, but really? um, I definitely consider Texas a, a blue blood school like that. old, like the old time. Like they got a, a lot of national championships. I think it's four and they've always just been that team. That's, that's been expected to be good. And they usually are good. And then right now within the, the, I mean, last year they're really good, obviously. But playing them for me, I have a lot of family that'd be there because it's in either Austin or Waco, so it's close. And then all my old friends, a lot of people went to Texas and stuff, so always like that game always meant a little bit more. And also, just they never gave me the time of day, also, so it's kind of like I want to prove a point of like they sh- I was right in their backyard and they didn't like give me anything. So obviously, like take a little bit of like a chip on my shoulder in that game, yeah. of, like to prove like, that they missed out on me. So there's always well, a little bit extra you play Texas. And it's the same with, like, like a Oklahoma School. Like, they're a big-time name. Like, you see the logo, and you, everyone knows what it is. So it definitely well, have that kind of...
3: We're like the kings right now of giving elite players or not giving elite players offers. Like, we passed up <laughs> a string of Heisman quarterbacks. We passed up on you. We passed up on literally anyone who's, like, Pretty much, I mean, there's been players who were begging to come play for the university. Texas turns them away, and then they're winning Heisman trophies all over the yeah. country.
0: <laughs> it's pretty yeah, it's crazy. Pretty, uh, it is crazy. It's just a weird how it happens. But I yeah. mean, obviously, it's hard recruiting. I mean, you don't know. It's it's just kind of a gamble. Yeah.
1: Speaking of how weird things happen, you were you were at Baylor for a while. Obviously, you were there for all of Matt Rule's. Uh, Ten years. So you were there when they went one and eleven, but you were also there when they went eleven and three this past year and were contending for a playoff
2: spot. What the hell happened at Baylor? <laughs> like, so, what what yeah. made the
0: switch? This is what happened at Baylor. I showed up on campus and all that stuff had happened. So then nobody nobody wanted to to be even associated with Baylor football, and we had people. We didn't have as many scholarships as the other teams, so we came into that year like we were overwhelmed because other teams had more people like basically. So we weren't ready for the season and nobody really wanted us to win. Everyone hated us. So during that year when we were one 11, we'd have a home game and, and there'd be nobody there. Like not many people would be by the fourth quarter. It's just like just the alumni kind of sit on our side. And we realized that it was kind of us versus the world and, and with coach rule and, and the staff that we had, they kind of just told us like, you don't have to worry about anybody else but yourselves. And we took that. And since we were kind of really bad my my freshman year. Like, I played as a true freshman eventually in that year because we were just getting beat by every team so bad that it helped us kind of... We took our licks and, like, kind of get kicked while we were on the ground, but we kind of found a way to stand back up. And once you go through all that, like, you become just so much tougher and realize that you can't take winning for granted. So this year, like, every win we got, like, it was for the older guys and the seniors, and we were such a close team. Like, we, I still talk to every single one of the, the defensive players still now, so... I mean, I feel like the reason we were good this year is because we obviously bought into what Coach Rule was saying, and then we just eventually became that team. I think we were the toughest team in the country, and I will take it to my grave because you look at all these teams that have a lot of these high recruits and stuff, and then if you just watch the way we played, like, we played for each other, and I think that's why we were so good this year.
3: So with that being said, I I mean, you guys were tough. You were tough, mother... I don't want to curse on air, but (laughs) (laughs) with that being said you know, you had the lead against OU and then another just upsetting defeat against them in the in the championship game. Can you tell me, like, from an inside perspective, what do you think happened in those games? Is it just really, you know, it, it just fell apart or you would you were there, you would know best?
0: So the first game, first Big 12 game, or uh, Oklahoma game, what really happened was, is it was not just the defense, it wasn't just the offense for us. It was we couldn't get off the field on third down and our offense yeah. was struggling to get the ball moving as well. And we couldn't help them because we kept pinning them back deep because we couldn't get off the field. So it kind of just turned into a situation where our defense kind of just got gassed. And in the second half, like in the first half when we were fresh, we were running around, like they didn't know what was kind of happening. So I feel like we were kind of just like on top of them. They couldn't like stand back up and, and catch up to us. But in the second half, we kind of got gassed and tired because on our, the way we played our defense, our ones basically were on the field a lot. And, uh, eventually we played a lot of plays that game and, and we got kind of tired and they ended up kind of just overtaking us at the end. And then in the Big 12 game was kind of just that back and forth situation. And, and we were kind of thrown for a loop whenever our starting quarterback got taken out that we had our second team quarterback and then he got pulled out. And then we had a, a, a freshman quarterback playing in the Big 12 championship. And he did great. And I'm not saying that, but that that game was more of just both games really it just came down to like really two or three plays. If we would have maybe stopped one of them or, or made a some type of big play, it would have just changed the whole game. And we would have won. So both those games are, are great games, obviously. And we were within two or three plays and, and that's what really made it the worst. And, it, and even in the Sugar Bowl, I mean, the three biggest games we had this year, we came up short and, and I felt really bad for our seniors. And, and I feel like they deserve more. So it, it was tough for us. But I think in a testament to who we were as a team, we played Oklahoma and we lose in overtime, and game day's there, and the whole country's watching it. And we come back the next day ready to work because we know we're about to play Texas and we have to win this game to go to the Big 12 championship. And I feel like the way our mindset was and what we've been through, that's what allowed us to come on and play so well against Texas that next week. So it's kind of just a testament to Coach Rule and the way we played football.
1: I love that. Yeah, and I guess it's a testament to Texas just being an overall shitty <laughs> program. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean, by the end of the season, we were a shell of ourselves. I mean, not to say, well, oh I will say, by effect, we were pretty much the runners up in the national championship. We played LSU the closest <laughs> out of any team in the country.
0: That is true. It was. It's weird to go back and watch that film. It was kind of just like, how did Texas do this?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Like,
0: just, not because of Texas, but just because LSU was amazing. It's just like watching exactly. the offense. Like, it's, yeah, they're like, just five, amazing. I mean, they they made Clemson look like a pee
3: wee football team. And we were probably – we were a touchdown, a red zone touchdown drop away from leading for the majority of that game. It really is wild to see the two schools go in a different direction.
2: Yeah, Um, it
3: is. So, like you said, you thought you were one of the toughest teams in the league. If you guys had gotten the chance to play LSU – do you think were they that much better than everyone this year? Were they really that elite? Or you think you would have been able to throw some some good stuff at them?
0: I personally think that we would have I'm not I'm not trying to talk bad about any type of teams or anything like that, but obviously Oklahoma got the best of us twice, but I feel like if we'd have played L S U, we would have I think our defense would have been able to try to confuse them a little bit more. I agree. And obviously, LSU is, they're an amazing team and watching their film, like their offense. And I didn't watch much of their defense, but their offense was unreal. So I can't really speak much on that because it's kind of hard to say. But we got to play the second best team in the SEC against Georgia and we gave them a good fight and we had to do it kind of shorthanded as well. So I feel like we would have had, we would have came in the game, we wouldn't have been worried about anything besides ourselves and just trying to play our game. And then kind of what we used to just say is, we're just going to go out here and see where the chips fall, and if we lose, we'll just make sure we played our hardest and gave it 100%, that, and that's the only thing you can really do in football. So that's kind of how we came into that game and just just gave it our all, and, and whatever happened, happened. All
1: I know is that there was one point last year, so <clears throat> I went to Penn State, and obviously yeah. I just I live off uh, just false hope every year, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> winning three game, losing three games and going to a New Year's Six. But there was a point last year where I was penciling in a 2-3 a Penn State versus Baylor matchup. Obviously, that was before we played Ohio State. But there was a point last year where it was going to happen.
3: I like that. I do think there was a degree, like you were saying, that you guys probably would have been able to smack them in the mouth. Like, LSU really didn't get hit in the mouth. Like, Alabama, even when they played, it was a super high-scoring game. They never could stop them. It was just who had the ball last, who, who had the ability to score. You guys would have like you said, stuck to your guns and kind of uh, just tried to play your game. All right, final thing here. I'm just curious about what do you like to do
2: outside of football?
0: So me growing up, I mean, I've been football my whole life, but I especially with all this stuff happening right now, the coronavirus and all that, I've been big on Netflix shows lately because I I work out like twice a day and I'm eating, so I'm kind of usually a little tired throughout the day. I'll watch Netflix or I'll watch a movie or play some video games. But if, like, my buddy I used to live with in Waco, he has a ranch out in Texas, and, like, we kind of go over there and just kind of hang out and just kind of get away from things a little bit and just kind of kinda relax and chill. Because, I mean, whenever you play football, like, your life's kind of, like, fast-paced a lot of the time and you're doing a lot of stuff, and it's obviously a lot of physical work. So whenever you get a chance to kind of get off your feet and kind of relax, like, that's more of my thing. I'm not doing all this big, crazy stuff. I, like, kind of just going to my house and relaxing or hanging out with a couple of guys and just kind of doing our own thing. Like I'm not even really a big hunter or fisher, but like fishing for me, like if I go with my buddy, his, his name's Ty, but whenever we go fishing out at his ranch, like I had a great time. And just kind of relaxing just watching the sunset and stuff. So nice. you want any shows right now? I
1: just started last night hunters on Amazon prime. Um, so my heard-
0: roommates just started that. They so say it's amazing.
1: Yeah, I just watched the first episode last night. I'm probably gonna bust out since I have nothing to do for the next. God <laughs> exactly, knows how long. Yeah.
0: I just I had like two seasons left of the uh, Peaky Blinders, and I just finished that, which is an oh, amazing show as well. Her good I things. Her good yeah. things. Yeah, is, is yeah it not if you're into those coming back? gangster. Yeah, I think it's it's either in two months, uh, okay. or it's like next year. I'm not sure okay. which year it is, but yeah, if you're like a type of you like gangster type shows, like that show is amazing. But I need um, I need to find a new one. So I might try hunters.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll let you know how it is. I got, I'll probably watch another three episodes tonight. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so we might have we might have Denzel on the pod on the draft series. How do you think he'll do on the test?
0: I I wouldn't. want be able does, to say that you I wouldn't,
2: to <laughs> I wouldn't be
0: surprised. I wouldn't if he does well. But I there's no way he gets that Big Mac question right. I think that question is. <laughs> No That's way. the Hardest one in your opinion. I'm pr- I'm just proud of my my pride for McDonald's that I got the four dollars because I know right.
3: You should have seen guy. you should seen I's faces. We we're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no one's
2: gotten that. So just I so
3: you know, me, though, but I, you
1: think he's going to do well, but just so you know, I'm going to let him know that you talked all the shit on him, and that I like you that. Said,
0: I, I, I even if he does well, I know I did at least a little bit better than him. I know that. I all know right,
3: it. Yeah, and then, we'll throw him off. We'll we'll just we'll. <laughs> We'll make him messed up. (laughs) That's funny. Um, James, Ah. thank you for coming on. Uh, Final thing, can you just shout out where people can find you on social media?
0: Uh, Yeah. So, obviously, I have um, Instagram and Twitter, and both of them are uh, either James underscore Husker 38 or just James Husker 38, and that's both just – I'm just on Instagram and Twitter.
3: Cool. So I was it's it. so funny because I was looking up your socials. I was, I was curious what you were into posting and stuff like that. And now I'm guessing, I was like, what's Husker? What's that come from? That's literally the yeah. Nebraska Cornhusker.
0: Well, you, what it actually comes from, my middle name's actually Husker. Ah, okay. So like it's like my actual name. Yeah. A lot of people okay. don't really believe that, but it's on my license. so <laughs>
3: That makes sense. I'll just, yeah. Well, my middle name's Longhorn, so that makes sense. (laughs) All right, James. Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it.
0: Best of luck, James. thank Thank you so much. Take it easy.
3: Thank you, guys, for listening to our James Lynch conversation. James, if you're listening, I know you are. You are going to be a beast in the NFL. I can't wait to see who grabs you early in the draft. James Lynch, defensive player of the year at Baylor. James Lynch, future pro bowler in the NFL. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Snapback
2: Draft Series. We will catch you very soon.